another episode of Mic'd Up with Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? 2022 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. Have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from MidAmerica RV. Experience travel like you never have before and find out more at MidAmericaRV.com. Vacations are another thing that is just fantastic <laughs> because of MidAmerica RV. And we will be taking a vacation next week. I feel like we've, we mentioned this a while back. Mm-hmm. And then I totally forgot about it until about 15 minutes ago. Yep. Now I do remember we are going to be on vacation uh, celebrating the 4th of July, which is on Monday. Don't forget to call your uh, vets for you yes, dog sir. owners out there. If your dog is afraid of fireworks, you're not going to be able to do that on Saturday or Sunday. They're going to be out of office probably get that done today. But we will be taking a little short vacation next week, so no shows uh, but we will be coming back. Well, I don't know what that next Monday even is. Uh, the 11th. 11th. That sounds like a really long time off. It's only it, a week. <laughs> yeah, it really does. <laughs> but I think it's just like what we kind of talked about you know, yesterday, too, is like this month has just flown by. Like June is usually the slow month of sports. Like not a lot's going on. July, you know, you're kind of in the heart of baseball season. The All-Star Game's coming up. Training camps are starting for the NFL, so you kind of get to dive into the previews. You're excited about that. But, man, June, like we said yesterday, again, it was just so busy, and it's flown by. And now here we are, and it's like, all right, cool. Let's take one week off in July and get right back into everything. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, football preview is just going to be right around the corner yep. for us, too, NFL and college football. Uh, we do love that you're with us here today in the Colin app. Uh, lovely little Wednesday morning. Uh, I wanted to start the show with this, because on Tuesdays we do Tell the Truth Tuesday. <laughs> but I, I went on a bike ride yesterday. Again, and I don't, I don't want to save this and forget about it. Like I said, we're on vacation next week. Um, day two of the bike ride, feeling pretty good about myself. This mm-hmm. day, uh, yesterday, I went on a different trail, one that I've never been on before. Mm-hmm. But I thought, I looked it up, used my map. It looked like mm-hmm. a little short, easy trail. So, like, that's what I need for day two for recovery because your boy is hurting. My hip yeah. feels like I'm a 90 year old woman. <laughs> It sucks. I can barely sit down. Standing up is maybe even worse. But yesterday, I, I decided I'm going on another just a nice little easy bike ride. Yeah. I get there, get the bike all situated. I about had a um, Joe Biden situation because my shorts got caught on my seat, which was a problem. I almost I almost fell over. Uh, so I start the day off already a little bit embarrassed. I get about 100 feet into this bike ride and realize, hey. It's a little bit hilly here. This is maybe not going to be an easy ride. And then it got much, much worse for me. I was chased by a turkey yesterday. I don't know how many people can say that in their life. Thank God for the bicycle that I was on. But I get about 100 feet into this trail. I've already climbed one hill. Luckily, I peak. And then there's the turkey. I was able to go downhill and get away from this thing. But I found myself riding my bike facing two full-grown turkeys and about four to five baby turkeys. <laughs> and Mama Turkey wasn't having it with me and actually, like, went to attack me. 
I've never been faster in my entire life. Did they do the whole like little like uh, wing flutter and then like kind of come at you like the? I don't. Like, you do the turkey sound better. Than <laughs> That's what it sounded like. But like with a, the wings just flapping, like a more satanic sounding turkey. This yeah. turkey was sent from the devil. It was pissed. And here's why I should have known that this could have happened. The trail that I was on was the Turkey Creek Trail. <laughs> I just thought. Cute little name for a trail. Yeah. Didn't know it was just. (laughs) I didn't know we were going to have literal turkeys out there. And so I finally get away from this massive turkey, which is a large bird. I'm afraid of birds. Yeah. It was almost almost our our national bird. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Um, But I get away from this turkey. And then like the rest of the ride, I was paranoid the entire time that I was going to see more turkeys. I'm stupid. I know. I feel like they could probably be a violent bird. Um, actually, they're very prone to dying of heart attacks because like <laughs> Me any, too when I see them. <laughs> any like loud noise or like sudden emotion can like make their hearts explode. That's a lie. No, it's a 100% truth because I remember Not uh, the one school, I saw yesterday. there was uh, a huge, they built a new airport somewhere and there was a, a ton of turkeys around it, uh, wild turkeys like that. And when the planes would go to take off or land, the birds would get spooked and their hearts would, ju- their hearts would just explode and there would just be like 20 dead turkeys net, like on the, you know, the airline road or the landing strip because it was just like, ooh, plane scared the shit out of them again. So if you would have just got off your bike and just like, done noise back and gone after him you probably would have gotten caught a little bit because they probably would have came in feet first but it's also the fact that you're scared of birds what makes the story i would have so funny to me (laughs) if a turkey actually attacks me and made contact i'm done for yeah they can't really they can fly a little bit but not for like a long period they can fly enough to like get themselves up in a tree and like dance from like branch to branch all the way up <laughs> but i also do remember hearing that they can fly up to like 55 miles an hour so if that fucker would have started flapping and flying at you down the hill it would have been that would have been the last <laughs> time over. we ever i would have been bike. the last episode of my <laughs> yeah i, I would have wrecked the bike went right over the handlebars and even like as i continued my bike ride again a little bit paranoid because of the turkeys because i'm um, just a coward of a man. Uh, I hear something else kind of rustling, and it's it's like a wooded area. Uh-huh. Uh, it was a beautiful trail, honestly. I'm never going back. But I heard <laughs> something kind of rustling in the, the wooded area. It's a massive deer. What? A giant deer. And again, when you see a deer from the the comfort and the protection of a vehicle, it's uh-huh. like, oh, it's, that's a deer. Please, I don't want to hit you. Those things are massive when you're just out on a trail and see one. Uh, 20 feet away. Yeah. (laughs) Even then, it's like, come on. Like, I just survived the turkey. Don't let me get attacked by a deer. But I I finish. I do. What I've been doing is like a down and back on these trails. So I get all the way down, and it is rough. I put it on my Instagram story even. They have all these signs posted that's like, oh, steep grade. That's the warning for like, hey, you're about to go up a hill. Uh Uh-huh. Not... All right, here's the coast down this easy little hill. No, so I finish, I get all the way down, uh, and I'm coming back, and I want to take, um, I want to take like a, a nice little easy way. So I, I, I stop, I take a picture, and I see this man coming up, and he's he's a little ways away, uh-huh. and he's coming up the hill, and I'm like, ah, oh, shit, like I'm gonna get embarrassed. Once again, but here we go. Uh, and I see this guy riding up, 
and he's got like the vest on. He's got a nice bike, not like the lady that I saw yesterday uh, or the day before. I mean, but I see this man coming up. He is probably 80 years old <laughs> doing the same trail that I'm doing. And he made some comment to me like, uh, yeah, not an easy trail or, or something like that. I, I was too tired to even know what was going on. I, I, I don't know. I was just exhausted. But I, once again, I was shown up by a senior citizen. So that's back-to-back days, man. Not someone that was like on their lunch break. Like, oh, like me. Like, oh, I'm just going to go hit the trail and lunch. This guy yeah. was retired. Like, he had nothing else to do that day. And he's just been riding his bike for a while. Once again, showed me up. And then, like, Alan Iverson stepped over me like I'm Derek Fisher, just like, yeah, this trail's not for everybody or something like that. Like, <laughs> he probably said, hey, fat ass, can't make it up the trail, huh? Look at me go. I'm 90, bitch. Uh, <laughs> that's how it felt. That's how it definitely I'm sure he's up. just like, you know what, man? Like, I've been there before. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when going, I was 82 <laughs> and struggled with this trail. Uh, that, was, uh, that was something. Yeah. It, it was is- an exciting day. <laughs> it's an exciting day on the trail, though. I'm glad you made it, though. I'm, <laughs> when I saw your story yesterday, I was like, there's no way he actually got chased by a fucking turkey up a hill or just down a hill, just in general. Like, that was just insane. And when I came in and asked you about it, and you were like, yeah, yeah, it freaking happened. The birds are scary. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I, I'll tell you. I'm going to have to go to our guys at Gunspot and be like, if I'm going to continue to ride my bike, I need something that I can holster. Uh, ever, would I get arrested for shooting a turkey? Uh, I probably would. I mean, I think so because it's like out of season, right? But at the same time, <laughs> but what if I'm being attacked by? I it? was going to say if you if you can somehow convince like the game warden or the cops, like yeah, this turkey was chasing me and attacking me, then I think they might be like, well, that's a little unusual, but sure, I guess it's a good thing you were. <laughs> carrying a gun with you as you rode on a bike trail <laughs> oh we're all second amendment until i have to shoot a fucking turkey like that's yeah. where we draw the line <laughs> not like uh, school shootings or any of that other bullshit you know what? i'm just gonna go out and shoot a turkey just so i can cause some problems <laughs> like this this is what you want to do this is where we say no you can't do that oh man on the loose in joplin <laughs> keep shooting turkeys at a uh, turkey trail creek <laughs> yeah and as Bryce, I think, earlier mentioned, maybe just avoid um, any creeks that are, you know, insert large bird or road or valley, anything <laughs> yeah. like that. Man, I tell you, I saw the name of the, the trail, and I thought, like, ah, that's whatever. It's actually, it's the same creek that I was talking about on yesterday's episode. Mm-hmm. Turkey Creek is the creek that just kind of runs through there. It's a nice little creek. I had no idea. It was a literal, like... There's shitload of turkeys around here. We should name this creek after all these fucking turkeys that are just roaming around Ugh. trying to attack bicyclists. Duh, uh, was a, so the turkey and the deer were the only animals you saw? A, a couple squirrels. Nice. Things like that. You didn't come across like a camel? Uh, Circus no, was no just camel. in town a couple weeks ago, so I just I didn't know if they found that one that got loose. There it is. Nah, just kidding. Happy hump day, guys. Happy hump uh, day. Also in sports news yesterday, uh, pretty much soon after we stopped the show yesterday, Terry McLaurin signed his... Three-year, $71 million extension, uh, I guess good for him. Yep. Now you get to stay in Washington. Is that a a win (laughs) for Terry McLaurin? I guess, but, I mean, it only comes out to like $23.6 million a year, which, you know, is good money. But these other receiving contracts that we've seen, I almost feel bad for Terry because it feels like he's getting kind of screwed out of this. Like, hey, I haven't had a good quarterback, you know what I mean, to consistently give me the ball, but I have shown you guys, like, I am the dude. 
Right. Or maybe that was the other thing. It was like, I'm a, I'm a, you know, a captain. I'm a leader of this team. I'll take less money so we can bring other guys in. There's no need to make me one of the highest paid receivers. $23 million, though, still a lot for a receiver. But mm-hmm. And if you came to me today and said, like, hey, by the way, we're going to give you $23 million, but you have to play for the Washington Commanders. Yeah, sign me up. Yeah. Whatever position you want me to do. What, yep. You want me to go over the middle? I'll go over the middle for you. <laughs> yeah. $23 million over three years. Uh, I'll definitely make that happen. So I, I guess good for him. I want to see if uh, some of these other receivers – Start to get paid, you know, Adebo Samuel, mm-hmm. DK Metcalf. And there's a there's a lot of them that still need new contracts. A lot of these quarterbacks. I think that's one thing that we're going to start to get into. I'm kind of surprised, honestly, that we haven't seen any of the big ones fall. The Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray stuff. Yeah, I um. think Kyler Murray and his agent. I think they're going to be pretty stubborn on it. And with Lamar Jackson, his mom is his agent, so maybe that's what's taken. Yeah. Uh, a minute there with that one. And maybe with Lamar Jackson, I mean, ever since he's decided to leave college and come to the NFL, he's had to learn the patience thing. You know what I mean? First round of the NFL draft, you didn't get selected till the pick 32 when Baltimore traded back in to get you. You come in, you be the starter, you know, it took a little bit for you to win a playoff game as well. You did it. Now maybe it's just like, let's wait a little bit here to get this contract. Like, there's no rush for us. We know we're the guy here. We know we're the future. We know that us, Lamar Jackson, and his mom are the Baltimore Ravens. Wait to see what Kyler Murray gets because there is no way in hell you're going to sign a contract and then have Kyler Murray out, do you? Because if the Cardinals and Cliff Kingsbury are just, you know, are desperately wanting to get Kyler signed and that's what they want before training camp officially starts, it might happen next week while we're on vacation. And we're going to come back and be like, this Probably. is what Kyler got paid. And then it's going to be like, here's Lamar Jackson's contract. Probably should be five or ten million more than that. And Deshaun Watson, um, nothing came from yesterday's hearing uh, mm-hmm. as he met with the NFL and NFLPA. Uh, they're meeting again today. Uh, I, I think that this will probably be – I think this one's going to be a Friday news dump. Yeah. I right agree. before the 4th of July. Like, if you're the NFL, you're looking at the calendar and being like, when can we fit it? Oh, my God, this is perfect. <laughs> Let's have our hearing the Tuesday before the 4th of July, and then we will dump that news on a Friday, have the weekend plus Fourth of July for this to just disappear. So I, I'm buying into the. I guess you could call it a conspiracy. I think it's just real. Yeah. These facts that I think this news will come out on Friday, right before the Fourth of July, right before uh, we take our little vacation here. I'm mic'd up. Do you think it'll be the year? Or do you think it'll be more? I think it'll be a one year and then the indefinite. Okay. I think that was the leak. Um, and I firmly believe also that the NFL does this to kind of gauge what people will think. Mm-hmm. And they release that information of like, oh, they're looking at a year plus an indefinite, has to be reinstated type uh, suspension so that they can, like you said, gauge what are the fans thinking, what's the reaction of the public. And I think that most people were probably thinking like, oh, okay, let's do more of a suspension but at the same time, I think a lot of us were like, okay, a year. And then you add on the indefinite part to it, uh, just in case there are you know, anybody else that comes forward. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's what's going to happen. I guess I'm on board with that. He should probably never play football again. But at the same time, not to be like the mouthpiece for the NFL. I don't work for the NFL Network. But it's kind of hard to suspend him based on no real factual evidence. Yep. Which does... <laughs> Suck, but uh, that is part of it. 
So we'll see what happens with that. I do, like I said, I expect that news to happen. On Friday when we are um, out at the golf course, most likely, uh, 12 players suspended from the Angels and Mariners brawl the other night. I saw that one. Honestly, I don't really care about either one of those teams. (laughs) But I did think that this was interesting. Uh, The Angels manager gets 10-game suspension, but a Major League Baseball interpreter that works for the Angels also got two games so like I, I've never seen that before in my life. I haven't either. And what does this mean? Because this is what I was thinking before the show, and I almost asked you before you hopped on. Does like Shohei Otani just not get to fucking talk to anybody the next two games? Where it's like, oh, my interpreter's gone. Like, do you yeah. have enough interpreters just kind of like around to be there for Shohei Otani? Hopefully, I'm going well, to assume that answer is yes. But uh, Spanish-speaking players, I, I assume Manny Del Campo is probably the interpreter for a lot of these Spanish-speaking players. Mm-hmm. So I think it's more than just Shohei. I, I think that he probably does a pretty good job with his English. But like, what are you going to do if like your catcher is uh, without an interpreter? He can't talk to his pitcher. Or if your pitcher is like, hey, I can't even talk to my catcher because I don't have the interpreter yep. out here. That's going to be tough. Like, I think that's maybe a bigger hit to this organization than having the manager get suspended 10 games. That's kind of exactly what I was wondering, too. And, or <laughs> is it like manager anyway. <laughs> do your foreign players that don't speak English just like, hey, actually, you just get a couple days off, guys. Like, just hang out. We can't, uh, uh, you know, can't for the really of do July, this. We're just going to go with the uh, most American lineup ever oh, for fuck. the next two, <laughs> two games. as absolutely nothing to do with anything else. Just uh, sorry to all of our Cuban-born players. You can't play because we don't have our interpreter. And then another one, um, Archie Bradley, who is a, a relief pitcher, fractured his elbow falling out of the dugout to get to this brawl. Just, this is like a guy breaking his collarbone from walking his dog. Like, mm-hmm. just like the worst possible, injury. like, yeah. I don't think I've ever had, like, one of those dumb situations. Yes, I have. Uh, I cut my <laughs> finger really bad one time uh, trying to uh, carve up a cantaloupe. Like real bad. Like oh, should, I should have went and got stitches, but I, I'm one of those guys who's like, nope, fingers got to be falling off for me to go to the doctor. Yep, don't want to do it. But I cut my finger really bad. I uh, used to have a, a pretty gnarly scar on. It. I thought I was like going to lose the tip of my finger. I've done the old knuckle scrape trying to uh, skin potatoes or peeling potatoes or whatever. You get that little tool and you're just sitting there going over the top of it. You got your hand. I've got my fucking thumb. <sighs> I watched my mom do it as a kid, too. Dude, same. Anything (laughs) like that, it's just like you're sitting there going to town on cheese. Like, your fingers are Uh enough distance away. But, like, I don't know. How how long does it take for me to be grading cheese to grading fingertips? Because that is actually terrifying. And that shit is sharp. But, like, for me, like, I'll have a giant knife cutting, like, peppers or onions or something Mm -hmm. like that. No problem. Complete control. (laughs) I start to, you know, grate some cheese, and it's like, oh, better be careful. Let's pay attention. Yep. Like, to my daughters, like, hey, don't talk to me. Dad's great in cheese. Okay. Yep. Dangerous situation. It's just so I'll be quiet for a second so I can finish making these quesadillas. That that does scare me though. But like stupid injuries like that, I don't think I've ever I've never like torn an ACL or something walking the dog. Yeah, I had a buddy in middle school who walked his dog and it saw something like a rabbit and took off. And he the way he had his hand wrapped around in the, the leash to like hold her, it like when she took off it jerked him off his feet and then she kinda of drug him for a little bit and his collarbone popped. Snapped it. I had an ex Dude comes to school the next day and we fucking I mean, dude, we roasted him the entire time that his collarbone was broken. I was like, This is unbelievable. I had an ex girlfriend who uh, we were at her family's house. 
and we had some dogs there, like they had a farm, and we were going to leave the dogs and just like let them run at the farm or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they were still on a collar, and they were super excited on a leash, and they were still super excited. The collar got wrapped around the girlfriend's legs, and then the dog took off running for a bird. Mm-hmm. It was a mm-hmm. lab, so and it took off running for a bird and just took her legs right out from underneath her. Her dad and I both thought it was hilarious. Yeah. That was not the appropriate response, in her opinion. She <laughs> got pissed at both of us. Thankfully, her dad took the brunt of that uh, over me, which was surprising. She was pissed. <laughs> yeah, but she like bruised her tailbone over that incident, over dogs. You got to be careful out there walking yeah. dogs. Bastards are crazy sometimes. <laughs> right? Man's best friend also hurt the hell out of you. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you things that aren't crazy. That's Roper Kia. Go check out their inventory online. If they don't have the car you're looking for, they will definitely help you find it. And if you mention us here at Mike Up, they're going to give you $1,000 off your nicer, newer ride. Be sure to check them out. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure. Usually you have some uh, Independence Day sales going on. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they do, but $1,000 off if you mention us here at Mike Up. That's yep. one hell of a sale. Check them out at Roper Kia. Absolutely. And that $1,000 will be added with the sale. So it's not like, oh, you get one or the other. They'll also just throw that on there for you. Next up, though, Gunspot. Be sure to visit them for all your gun and ammo needs. Mellow. No reserved auctions every single week. So it doesn't matter. Oh, excuse me. No reserved auctions every single week. Also, one of the best parts about the website is there's no hidden fees when you go to checkout. So you don't even have to worry about it. It's not a matter of if. It's a matter of when you're going to be attacked by a bird, maybe a deer. So make sure you visit Gunspot.com because it's not a matter of if. It's a matter of when that could possibly happen to you. If you hit the right trail, visit gunspot.com. I know it sounded like a joke, but it's not much of one. No, I believe you. I would blast a turkey. Yeah, I mean. I love animals. I'm an animal guy. I've even said before I can't go deer hunting because I can't pull the trigger. I can't kill a deer. I'll eat them all day. Mm -hmm. And if you you or anybody else listening to the show, you want to go deer hunting, I'm about it. I recognize the uh, conservation aspect of it. Do it. I can't do it. Yeah. But a bird, straight murder. (laughs) Sign them up. You fly, you die. (laughs) Yeah. If a turkey comes at me, I hope this is like Missouri's a stand your ground state against animals. I think it is, but I think a lot of people are also going to be like, man, like I just this is the first time we've heard of a turkey just like attacking a guy. (laughs) I like you know the the noise, the sound. Cops are going to get called. They're going to show up and be like, did you fire a, a firearm? Like, yes, I did, officer. The suspect is right there. <laughs> they attacked me. They accosted me on Ugh. the trail. Now they are dead. So it was self-defense. But at the same time, I would probably get hit with a like, it's it's not turkey season, man. You can't can't shoot a turkey. <laughs> I don't even know if you're – can you shoot a turkey with a gun? I've only been bow hunting. I mean, yeah, you shoot a turkey with a shotgun. That's what you use when you hunt them, not to like try and mansplain that. But I just, I don't know. I honestly, I don't know if the handgun would kill it. To be like completely frank with you, because they're kind of thicker, huh? If you empty the clip, also, I'm a terrible shot. Yeah, the amount of like the adrenaline rush you would have, you'd either be like super focused, or you would just dumb and dumber, yeah, all the way around it. Harry, you're alive. (laughs) You're a terrible shot. (laughs) They just find like gun casings everywhere. Then my dead body because of a fucking turkey. (laughs) Could a turkey kill you? I do. I think one could. If it was mad enough. I don't know if it really could, because I feel like you'd be fighting back, and that would kind of scare the turkey. I don't know. I'm. 
Well, I guess we'll I just have to rabies. look up. I guess we'll just have to look up the fact of uh, turkeys killing people. Man yeah. dies from turkey attack. Uh, sh- how about shooting crows if they go after your sweet corn? Again, uh, in this area, we have a lot of farmers. I've dated a lot of girls who are Humble from a brag. farm. <laughs> if that's illegal, then that's news to me. <laughs> to shoot crows if they're going after your crop? I thought that was just something that people did. Well, apparently in March of this year, a, a wild turkey was beaten to death by a postal worker witness. Beaten to death? You going hand-to-hand combat with a turkey? Man, can you imagine how many bills he had to grab out of that fucking box and just beat the shit out of that turkey? Man, people aren't getting utility bills this week. It's all covered in turkey blood. <laughs> right? Happy Thanksgiving, motherfucker. That's what I would say if I ever killed a turkey. Sounds like gobble, a movie gobble, line. bitch. <laughs> I got to think of my shit talk just in case I go back on this uh, trail. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get brave here in a couple months. Be like, fuck them turkeys. I ain't scared. Or can you imagine? Here's it's time to face my fears. Uh, when I was also taking my little break on my trail of like the I'm too out of shape to get up this hill. I also strategically placed the bike in between me and where I thought the deer slash turkey might come from. So it's like, <laughs> if you're going to attack me, first you got to make it through this bike, which, by the way, I'm going to throw at you. Yeah, <laughs> if you dodge the bike, I am a skull rude. My power ranking of self-defense is first, if it's a bird, run. <laughs> I, I am definitely flight. I'm getting out of here. You just you can't you can't beat a bird. Step two: throw the bicycle at whatever animal. Man, deer, turkey. Do you remember that clip of that guy? Was it last year at National Park? He was just walking by himself, and that mama mountain lion had chased him for probably like a quarter mile up the trail because he walked too close to her cubs. Yeah, and he like is this the one where he's like backtracking, where he's yes. walking backwards the whole time? Yep. And Could you imagine being in that situation on a bike ride? Because that mountain lion is going to be like, oh, he's just running away. Like, you're trying to walk backwards and push a bike? My $125 bike is staying there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not that attached to that thing. Now, there are some people that, like, have thousands of dollars tied up into their bikes. Little mountain bikes, yeah. (laughs) I get that part. Yeah. Thank God. Well, you know what? I was about to say, thank God we don't have those around here. We actually do. Yeah. That's what I would be worried about on those trails, honestly. Um, I... I've told you this story before. I don't know if you remember it or not, though, but I I worked with uh, a guy, and he also had a farm. He was a teacher, and he came in one day saying, like, I I saw a mountain lion Mm -hmm. on my property, and he was out there. I think he was in a deer stand or something like that. He's like, I couldn't get a picture of it, but, like, I know what I saw. And a week later, he came back, and he's like, I saw it. This time I got a picture. I didn't believe him. I thought, like, (laughs) okay, everybody around here says, like, oh, I saw a mountain lion, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, you didn't. You saw a bobcat. Like, shut up. You saw a bobcat. This motherfucker had a picture of a mountain lion, (laughs) and I saw it. I seen it with my own two eyes. He definitely had a mountain lion on his property here in Missouri. So go to (laughs) gunspot.com. Matt in the chat, which today's NFL Draft Scout's birthday, so we should go ahead and say happy birthday to Matt. One, thank you for listening this far into the show. Happy birthday, Matt Miller. How old is he? 39? 39. Whew. Almost that big 4-0, man. Almost. Sheesh. You old fart. Yeah. Mellow needs a 12-gauge. I actually have one. 
you can't take that on the fucking trail with you. Just you strap strap that thing around your back. Yeah. Goddamn zombie hunters. I think it's Red Dead Redemption. Like, oh, what's on my shoulder? What's on my back? Yeah. (laughs) Got a pistol on my hip. Like, yeah. Give a little whistle and your horse comes running at you. All right, we're good to go. (laughs) Maybe that's what I need to do. I just need to start riding a horse instead of a bicycle. Hey, that would be cool. Ride a horse, save a cowboy. Back to sports. Uh, Freddie Freeman has been in the news a lot the last couple days, and I kind of feel bad for old Frederick. Uh, it came out that uh, he did his like reunion. He played with uh, the Braves for a long time. Now he's a Dodger and made his return to Atlanta and like a, a great welcome back. He's been very emotional in the interviews throughout this whole process, and I get it. I'm not casting judgment on him there. Definitely as a crier myself. Uh, but you could really tell that I think this was something that was bothering him. And then kind of news comes out, I think it was yesterday or the day before, that he's changed his agent, his representation, mm-hmm. and that he's not real happy with the way that that whole thing went down. And I think a lot of people have just kind of pieced it together. He's not real happy in L.A., and it, it kind of feels like he never wanted to leave the Braves. And that, yeah. that was probably one of the reasons why he's changed his agent and his representation, which – Absolutely sucks. Yeah. If he wanted to be a brave, and his agents didn't work that deal, it sucks. However, at the same time, man, you can just be like, get the best deal that you can out of Atlanta. That's and I think I that be. honestly, kind of maybe what he said and his agents were like when I read the report, it, it kind of seemed like his agents were just kind of jippy about it, like you know, like just weird, you know, playing among us, a little sus, <laughs> suspect here with the agents. What's going on? You like they. Offer me this contract, and then you just come back and say it wasn't a good deal, so you immediately go sign one with the Dodgers. Or, you know, the Braves are just kind of like, whoa, 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 I guess we're not going to get Freddie Freeman. We need to get somebody here. Let's make a trade. And yeah. I think that's kind of what caught Freddie Freeman by surprise. But it's also like, I guess this is also maybe an eye opening point for me. It's like, I guess I didn't realize that sometimes players aren't that involved with the contract discussions. Mm-hmm. Like, I right. feel like if I'm Freddie Freeman and I wanted to be in Atlanta, it's like, this is what I want. This is what me and my agents are trying to figure out. Can we get there? Like, and I want to hear directly from the Braves and my agents. I don't want my agents just handling all of it. And then I come back and it's like, well, they couldn't make the deal happen. I'm out of here. Yeah, I, I, th- I think so, too. Because I think that just sucks for him. Like, yeah. I mean, especially if you wanted to be in Atlanta and you wanted to stay there after winning the World Series. And then you go to the Dodgers and now you're just so unhappy. Because he's not happy in L.A., is he? Isn't there rumors coming out of there, too? That he's just yeah, there's like, like pictures even surfacing of like sit- him sitting in the dugout. Which I think this is kind of cherry picking, but uh, it's like him sitting in the dugout and he's not around anyone else. Yeah. It's, it's almost like he's throwing a no hitter. Yeah. Which is tough, but at the same time, man, you're a professional athlete. Just tell your agents what you want mm-hmm. to do. Just tell them, hey, let's hear some other offers from the Dodgers or whomever. But at the same time, what's that deal like with Atlanta? Like, don't let this fall through. I want to be a brave. So if it you know means taking a little less money to stay in Atlanta, that's what I want to do. Yep. So I feel bad for him. And you know maybe even it's just a little bit of buyer's remorse. So I'm like, man, I thought I'd love it here in L.A., but I don't. I want to be back in yeah. Atlanta. I miss it. Mm-hmm. And like that makes sense. I get it. You know what I mean? It's just something happens that you don't necessarily want to, and it's just like, well, when you go back, it's just in. And we heard Dan Patrick talking about this morning. It's just maybe he thought he was going to be fine and composed. Going back to Atlanta, and then once he got there, just like the emotions took over. Yeah, uh, it it does suck. I've, I've always liked Freddie Freeman, so I, I do feel bad for him. Uh, but at the same time, I do see the the opposite side of it, and just know that you could have said 
Braves are the top yeah. priority. You know, even if you come in, I don't know. I would, and if I were in that situation, I would come through and say, like, hey, if the Braves can get anywhere close, like if they're within $5 million a year difference, I want to be in Atlanta. Yep. So I, I do think that some of it is maybe a failure on Freddie Freeman's part as well. Um, I mean, it's not like the Braves offered him nothing. Yeah. He was getting a pretty good contract offer from the Braves. So I, I feel bad for him, but at the same time, I don't feel bad for him. And if you're the Dodgers, how does this like? How do you feel? You know, I was like, man, this guy's over here, like clearly wanting to be in Atlanta, and he's here for what, like six years? Signed six or five more years at least after the one year or after this year of the contract. Excuse me. If you're the Dodgers, you're like, man, this guy doesn't want to be here. Do we try and move on from him? Do we send him back to Atlanta? Like, what do we do? Or is it just like, eh, he'll get over it. He's here. We've signed him. Yeah, go win a World it, Series. I think that uh, even Clayton Kershaw had already has come out and said, like, oh, it sucks that we were obviously the the second option mm-hmm. for him. But at the same time, I, I think winning heals a lot. And if the Dodgers can win a World Series this year, which uh, is definitely realistic, mm-hmm. then maybe uh, maybe he's fine with it. Or, you know, just time heals all is what some people say. Yep. Maybe just over time he realizes, oh, okay, I'm into year two. Uh, I got through a you know a stressful move, a new organization, all this stuff. Uh, my kids and my family are happy here now. Maybe that stuff that you know you don't see at the ballpark every day. Maybe once that stuff calms down, it's a little bit better of a a situation because he is he's getting paid top dollar. And yeah. I I don't know that uh, the Braves are necessarily just going to be like oh hey uh, let's trade Matt Olson for <laughs> Freddie Freeman like let's just make that happen. Uh, Freddie Freeman did want a lot of money and. The Braves weren't willing to pay it. So I, I think that even kind of as Jake put it in here in the chat, even I think that uh, the agents for Freddie Freeman probably had this high asking amount, like, hey, this is what we think is market value. This is what we think we can get. And then the Braves looked at it and said, ah, nope, we got to start exploring different options. Let's yeah. see what else is out there because that is just too much for us. And then they went out and got their own guy and Matt Olson. Uh, so we'll see what that what happens with that and how that plays out for the rest of the summer. Another guy that is in the news, uh, once again, is Brooks Kepka, who I've really won 80 on him. I you, thought he was going to be like my favorite golfer. You did quickly, yeah. One year ago. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, uh, team Brooks Kepka over Bryson DeChambeau, blah, 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 whatever. Now, I think they're both trash. Mm-hmm. And the way that Brooks Kepka handles his interview, you would think he was Tiger Woods. He just, it's almost like he comes off better than everybody. He's very Aaron Rodgers y with the way that he talks to the media. Like, uh, what are you talking about, man? Just uh, opinions change, bro. Yeah. Like, uh, you're not going to believe me, but I mean, we didn't talk about it till after the U.S. Open. Bullshit. Yeah. You're telling me they called you after the U.S. Open after you said, I'm not talking about it. I'm not discussing it. So you, and they offered you, what, $155 million, and you were just like, fuck, all right, cool. We finished the U.S. Open. I'm yeah. down. And after you shit on the live tour for a week, that yes. they magically were just like, hey, let's call him. And let's just smooth things over. And here's, you know, here's a bunch if of that is the possibility, like, you know what? He's shit talking to us right now. Let's see what he has to say when we offer them this money. And <laughs> yeah. this is all he's got to do. And yeah, it was like, yeah. well, it kind of worked out. <laughs> they just they just called this bluff on it. But I yeah. even like his brother's already on tour. So do you think that they they went to Chase Kepka first? Like, hey, you want in on this? Bring your brother with you? No, they started at the top. And maybe that's hey, part of Brooksy, you want to come play? Yeah, nah, I'm good. And maybe that's part of Brooks 
truth but also lies that like I didn't have anything to say to them. I talked to my brother and then my brother told them. And so I didn't talk to him until actually the US Open was over. Had we already, you know, come to like a ballpark amount of what I wanted? Yeah, but I wasn't the one that told them. Mm-hmm. I didn't talk to them specifically. They <laughs> yeah. talked to the other one. Right? Yeah, I didn't. The other kept it. My agents did. Uh, <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't talk to him. <laughs> I didn't sign shit. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. So I I have done 180 on him. Bryce uh, in the chat, you're right. Um, when we were still doing two guys and a girl, I, I thought like, okay, I'll start to get into golf a little bit. Kind of like I did hockey this year. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was like, who's a, who's a guy I can root for? Who's good? Who's kind of up and coming? Who's popular? I thought it was going to be Brooks Kepka. Now I fucking hate him. Yeah. There are few golfers that I hate. He, he might be the only one. <laughs> I don't mind him, but I always have thought, too, that he's just been a little douchey. He's just a little bit more on the douchey side. But that's yeah. why some people like him and also why some people and don't. And he's one of those guys, he kind of talks to people like he's smarter than them. He's and above than them. them. Yeah, you were right on your little comparison. I wasn't little, but <laughs> the uh, Aaron Rodgers comparison. Yeah. It was just like that's the tone in his voice when he talks to media members. And it's like, hey, well, man, even- like – Let's just be equal here. You get talk. caught in a clear lie, and you're like, you guys just don't get it. You don't understand. <laughs> you're not You're not in my head. You're not going to believe me. Whatever. Do you, uh, do you think you're the first player we've seen go through a contract negotiation like this? Like, uh-huh. yeah, the live tour is different, but we've seen other sports where this has taken place. It's not yeah. like we're dumb. Multi-million dollar deals. And you, you think those just happen over the week? Yeah. And I am <laughs> very curious to see how the live tour – can't continue this because mm-hmm. you're going to keep trying to get players from the PGA, and it's like okay, if you're going to keep offering this amount of like hundreds of millions of dollars, it's like well, you know, maybe toss us a couple mil too. That'd be super cool. We'll come shitty golf. I would still like to make something though, but it's too is like you don't have a t like do you have a TV deal yet with someone that's like official and is going to get you members? Are you with the the right marketing group that's going to put you in front of the right people to where you're seeing everybody? Or right now, is any publicity good publicity for you with kind of competing against the PGA Tour and taking yeah, some I think of these players? For yeah, for sure. Um, a couple other contracts that are going to be happening is in the NBA. Uh, NBA free agency begins. <laughs> it's already begun, uh, but it officially starts tomorrow at six o'clock Eastern time. By six o one on Thursday, probably going to have your first free agency. So. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's definitely tampering going on right now. And the NBA, I think, is even worse at it than the NFL. Of just like, ah, we know you're talking with agents and teams and whatever. It's fine. Uh, but come Thursday, we are going to see some NBA uh, movement, at least. A couple of the big names that could be moving. We've seen guys like Russell Westbrook. He opted into his $47 million contract. Uh, James Harden is a guy that I heard earlier in the week that he was going to opt into his $47 million contract. But it sounds like he might opt out, actually, but mm-hmm. still re-sign with the 76ers and maybe even clear up a little bit of space for them to bring in guys like P.J. Tucker. So I, that's a deal that you could watch. Uh, Bradley Beal and Zach Levine are two players that I'm going to be watching just to see what happens with them. Uh, I read that Bradley Beal most likely declined his player option, but it sounds like he really likes being in Washington. But I, I also think a lot of people are going to try to come after him. You know, if you're the Lakers or the Knicks or whomever else, you're probably going to try to get after Bradley Beal and get him out of Washington, which has not been very successful over the last couple of years. And then Zach Levine as well, a guy who's really developed over the last couple of years, who went from just being a guy that could dunk to now I yeah. mean, he can score and a pretty good, still fairly young 
player with him. I, I think that could be exciting. But then you also have guys like DeAndre Ayton. He's a restricted free agent. Doesn't sound like he wants to be with the Suns. Kind of doesn't sound like the Suns want him to be there either. So I, I think that he could be on the move. You have Miles Bridges. And the big one this week is Jalen Brunson, mm-hmm. the Knicks. Yep. Apparently that is that might be the first one that you see happen. Uh, his father, Rick Brunson, is actually an assistant coach with the Knicks. I didn't know that till this morning. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I can remember even at the end of the playoff run for the Mavericks, uh, there was talks about Jalen Brunson moving on, and it sounds like he might get like $100 million from the Knicks. Yeah, I remember seeing yesterday that they were wanting to give him a deal that's pretty close to like a max deal, mm-hmm. but it's going to be interesting. And I mean, he was the one player for the Mavs that stepped up and was able to put up points on the board when Luka, you know, had, was missing games. So if you're the Knicks, maybe that's a little exciting to see, but it's also interesting of like, this is the one guy you're getting out of free agency. You're not, or maybe this is what the Knicks need to do. It's like, you're not going to get a big name player. It's like, hey, man, we keep trying to go after the big name players and we're just not getting them. We're just going to try and build through like right. not like just a little bit better than mediocre players and we'll be fine and i i think for me at least that's where i'm kind of like okay is this a real interest in the knicks mm-hmm. or is he trying to up the price tag with the mavericks i feel like this time it is real mainly because like with his father working there as an assistant coach like maybe mm-hmm. you do want to have that team up and uh, maybe you're sick of being in dallas yeah. So I, I I believe that one. I did. I was also thinking about this though, with like the LeBron comment last year during the All Star break of uh, like nobody wants to go to Utah. Like we all watched Jordan destroy them. We were anti Utah for a long time. I wonder if Jordan also ruined the Knicks because everybody <laughs> used to always talk about uh, Jordan going to Madison Square Garden. It wasn't yeah. even so much of like oh he's playing the Knicks. It was what are these guys like Kobe after him, LeBron even going to Madison Square Garden and just destroying the Knicks. That I, I think that a lot of people from my generation to yours even are kind of like, ah, it's the Knicks. We don't like them. Yeah, We're anti Knicks because we've seen the stars go beat the shit out of them for so many <laughs> years, for like three generations of basketball. And the only person we saw go there and do well was Mello, and then it just kind of fizzled out. Mm-hmm. They couldn't bring him enough consistent help to be good. Like, yes, you had Amari Stoudemire for a little bit, like – that was all right. You know I think what I mean? Even that era of the Knicks was like disappointing too, though. It very much was. And it was like the East, I know you're facing LeBron, you know what I mean, in Miami at the time too. So it's like it's hard to kind of get over that. The Chicago Bulls were pretty decent too, the Celtics. And so it was a, little, a rough little run. I was like, man, you just, you always hear the Knicks being in on every big player and you just expect them to be good and they're not. And I think the other part of that too is they were so heavily considered for LeBron when he was dealing with that last year in Cleveland. I remember they, they even made like a whole video game like series over on 2K of like LeBron's going to leave Cleveland and he's going really? to the Knicks. Like it almost felt like it was a lock because they put it in the game and everyone's like, well, here it is. Boom, I'm going that. to South Beach. And it was like, you just made a whole video game series where I'm going to the Knicks. It's not even who he's fucking playing for. I, I would actually like to see the Knicks be good. It would be interesting, but I don't care enough, honestly, about the Knicks. Like they're the I team that you always hear about, but you've never, like, personally, have just never seen. Let me ruin this for you. I think the Knicks and the Texas Longhorns are very, very similar. They're a team that everybody talks about. Their fan base, like every year, Texas is back. Blah blah uh-huh. blah. Oh, we just got this big time player, and then they bust. Like, oh, we just brought in this great recruiting class. The Knicks and the Longhorns kind of got a lot in common. <laughs> But, like my Arch Manning take, it's good if Texas is good because everybody hates him. 
Yeah. I think it might be good if the Knicks are good too, just because that those rivalries back in the Eastern Conference. Knicks Bulls would be a good one. Mm-hmm. Knicks Celtics would be a good one. Knicks Heat would be a good one. And those are all like traditional Eastern Conference fi- uh, rivalries. So yeah. I think I'm kind of rooting for the Knicks. <laughs> I'm in the middle ground. Like, uh, if you're excited, you're excited. I'll let you know what I mean. Just root for like you to be to excited. I would like to be good, but I won't root for them. Okay. Thanks, Michael Jordan. Good. I'm just. I'm worried that you're gonna do the whole like jump on the bandwagon thing. It's gonna be like, fuck. They're winning the finals next year. No. I've tried NBA fandom before, but I just it, nothing really sticks for me. It did with the Bucks a couple years ago. That, that's just because I like Giannis, though. Like now, like I don't. I don't really care what. Hey, you're discrediting yourself right here, man. You you hopped on and they freaking won. I, but I would say if I had to label myself as a fan of any team in the NBA, it would be the Spurs. Yeah. But also, I think I've already kind of used up my bandwagon magic there because I became a fan in like 95, maybe. And then they yeah. won it in 99 or something like that. Yep. Right after they got Tim Duncan. So I think I've used that one up already. But NBA free agency starting tomorrow. Speaking of the Spurs, DeJounte Murray is a guy that I keep seeing in the news too. I hope they keep him. He's a guy that I've really liked for a long time now. And I thought he was kind of a hidden gem, kind of waited for that breakout season. He finally had it. And now it's like, oh, it might move you. Mm-hmm. No, why? Why would you do that to me? You finally have a player I like again, and he's good. Yep. You can build around him. And now you might get rid of him. So we'll see what happens uh, with him too. Again, free agency starting allegedly uh, Thursday night at 6 um, p.m. Eastern time by 6.01. I, I think that we have some player movement, some guys <laughs> signing, and some more not-so-much-rumors. Hell, it might be before that. You know, Woj might get it, like, yep. tomorrow morning. Like, oh, here's where this guy's going. It can't become official until 6 o'clock. I, no tampering because we don't care about that stuff. Um, another great place to be on a Thursday night is Club 609. Today's Ooh, Wednesday, yep. though, uh, just in case you're wondering. Club 609, home to the best happy hour in all of the world. 2 o'clock until 8 o'clock, featuring their two-for-one drink specials, $2 draft pours. Don't forget about their place on Saturdays either, though. Um, 11 a.m. until 8 p.m. happy hour. It doesn't even sound like it should be legal, but it is. Don't tell anybody. Just celebrate it. Go in there again. Two-for-one drink specials, $2 draft pours at Club 609. Absolutely. Next up is going to be Downtown Lube. Be sure to visit them at downtownlube.com for their full list of services. They do specialize in tires and lube, but they are much more than that. So again, visit their website at downtownlube.com for that full list of services. It's not a matter of if, it is a matter of when you will need your oil change and your tires serviced. So if you're in the four-state area, make sure you get that done taken care of right here in the heart of Joplin, Missouri, on 1st and Main Street at Downtown Lube. You think Dirty Mike and the boys do bike tires too? <laughs> might need to check that out. It might be worth checking out, yeah. Might need a new seat if I might need a new seat. <laughs> yeah. I'm hurting today. If you didn't know, I ride a bike. Did you get do you still have the normal bike seat that came with it and then you got uh-huh. the cover for it? Yeah, it's like a padded oh, cover. Yikes. No, yeah, you gotta get yourself an adult size seat, dog. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, a little wider. After day one, it was like, yeah, I'm fine. Also, it's like we're here in the third segment where it gets a little dirty. You got no ass, my guy. So like, no, you're just no butt. you're straight tailbone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can understand why you hurt. Why you're hurting? Yeah, it's uh, it's that pelvic bone, just right. Yeah. Are you doing any like hip flexor stretches as well? Uh, I'm sure no. all that pedaling. I bet you're just tight right there. Yeah, yeah. Hips are killing me. Yep. Thanks for noticing. You're gonna have to do the uh, little. 
little hip flexor stretch, stretch, a little lunge stretch, and then stick your arm straight up and kind of lean back a little bit. Give yourself a little extra stretch there. A little partner nice. stretch after the show? Absolutely. I got you, boo. Thanks. I appreciate that. Let's get to some would you rather on this lovely little Wednesday morning, though. Would you rather have a shoe or an award named after you? Um, if I have the shoe, is it successful? Sure. That's that's the one question. Shoe. I think the shoe is cool. I think I'm going award though. I feel like the award's great, but like after a while, people are gonna kind of maybe forget who you are. See, but that's my exact reason for wanting to do it. Like the Fred Bolitnikoff Award for the yes. best receiver in college football. Mm-hmm. Who's Fred Bolitnikoff? I don't know. I'm gonna assume he's a good receiver, but I, and I'm gonna go look him up. And yeah. be like, All right, who is this guy? I don't remember like some of these iconic. Like I couldn't tell you what Kyrie Irving's shoe looks like. I have no idea. Yeah, but there are people that are like, "Hey, I like Kyrie Irving's shoes. I'm gonna keep buying those because I like the way they fit my feet." Mm-hmm. And that it's like then some people, you know, like you're you're in hopes of like the shoe takes off like Jordan or LeBron's yeah. or like Durant's, Kobe's. You know what I mean? I think, but KD's even with the shoes, I think Jordan is the only one who's ever gonna have like his shoes have that longevity of like, oh, okay, 40 years later, they've actually increased. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't think anybody's going after the LeBron ones. I don't know if that's ever going to become a thing. I think the Kobe's yeah. have kind of. Maybe once LeBron finally retires and he's been done for a couple of years, maybe then you get back into it. But as far as like those other guys, like even the Kevin Durant's, I remember taking my daughter shopping for basketball shoes first time she played. And she was like, right, Dad, I like these shoes. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Oh, these are Kevin Durant shoes. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. No idea. So I think a lot of these guys, they do have their shoe brands. Or like even Giannis, a player I love. I, I would not see that shoe on a shelf and be like, oh, shit, those are Giannis's. Yeah, that's true. And it's also just like, can you make the logo cool? Can you, the logo be something where it's not overdone? Mm-hmm. Most of them suck. Very much so. But I feel like if you can, like, let's say you get the shoes. I'll just call them ACs. Yeah, okay, I'm going to go get me. I'm going to go cop me a pair of ACs. And then they're going to be in rap songs. I'm wearing, ice, I'm wearing ACs on my feet because they're ice cold. Yeah. I'm just too cool. I also feel like you think I'm too you're cool going with ACs to, like, on my mountaintop of the shoe. Huh? <laughs> you're going to, like, the mountaintop of 100%. The shoe. Again, yeah. to be in, like, a rap song. Yeah, man, you're throwing me in. I don't listen to a lot of rap music anymore. Are they are they rapping about like the Steph Curry shoes? Probably not Steph Curry's, but they're rapping about Steph Curry himself. Mm-hmm. So even that, people like hear your name is like, what does he got? And then those fans are going to buy shoes, and it just kind of builds. The thing with the Jordans is they just turned in like a fashion icon. Mm-hmm. Like people just wear Jordans to wear Jordans. I don't think and when you mention LeBron, like I don't think a lot of people are going to wear LeBron shoes just for like the fashion sense because the shoes are so like big and bulky. And they're heavy. Yeah. And so it's like, and I'm not really going to wear these like LeBron Soldier 1s or Soldier 2s because they got the fucking Velcro strip in front of them. Is that what they're called? I think his like first two were, yeah, in the early 2000s or mid 2000s. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll go with the award though, just because that long lasting, like 100 years later, yep. people still talking about the award. Yep. Or even like the Heisman Trophy. Like, well, who's this guy? <laughs> <laughs> I, I have no idea who this is. Let me go look him up. What do you do? Um, so I would go. Maybe I'm also like a college football guy, and that's that makes like sense, immediately though. where my mind goes to. It's not like the Bill Russell Award for I don't even really know what that is. The uh, Eastern Conference MVP. Is that the, no, is that that's the, the Finals MVP. The Bill Russell Finals MVP Award. Yeah. Yeah. It's Finals MVP. You, you can try to make it work if you want to. NBA, it's not going to happen though. 
Uh, and next one, would you rather have a really cool uniform with a rundown stadium? So for your team, a really cool uniform with a rundown stadium or state-of-the-art stadium with an ugly uniform? I'm going to go state-of-the-art stadium with ugly uniforms. Because, like, uniforms, like, who cares how you look? Do you, gotta, you know what I mean? Are you putting a good product on the field? Mm-hmm. Again, you know? uh, strong disagree. Really? Big uniform guy. Yep. What like what would you consider an ugly uniform? Because my mind's the gonna Chiefs. go like, exactly. So it's like I don't care. Like it's pretty much the Chiefs now, uniform. Your team's really good, but you have shitty uniforms <laughs> and a shitty stadium. <laughs> yeah. If our uniforms are shitty, are we a good team with the no, state of the art uniform and stadium? Doesn't matter. Yeah, about state of the art stadium and ugly uniforms. I'm just a big uniform guy, so I I love that aspect of it. Because I also look like the Rams. Like that stadium, amazing uniforms. Think they're kind of ugly. The Falcons. Uh, yes. Beautiful stadium. Yep. Terrible uniforms with the gradient <laughs> stuff. Just please redo it. Uh, but you know, even like the Red Sox, I, their stadium sucks. Ooh, that's a hot take. But their their uniforms are cool. <laughs> Some people are pissed. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, what do you just say? Really cool historical. It's not a great place to watch a game though. I went to like the mountaintop and was like, "Hey, by the way, your fucking stadium sucks." <laughs> yeah, like probably the most iconic stadium in. That's what I was getting ready to say. Like, you talk history. about <laughs> the monster, and people are like, "Oh, you mean the <laughs> the green monster, the one in Boston?" No, the one that freaking haunts me in my dreams. <laughs> right? They should just. They can't because I think it's on the historic registry. They should bulldoze it and build it again to where it looks just the same, just like the Yankees did mm-hmm. with their stadium. But, man, it's tough being in there. I've never watched a game from there. Uh, but just, like, the seats that don't even face the field, being behind a pole, stuff like yeah. that. Tiny-ass little seats. Literally, tiny-ass seats. <laughs> you got to have one to sit there. Does Boston have room to build a new stadium? No, it is it is right there, and everything is just surrounded. So, like, with Yankee, even, like, in St. Louis, they bulldozed the stadium, but they had already started building one, like, across the street or in the yeah. parking lot. There's not room in Fenway, for Fenway. It is. It takes up everything that's right there. There's no parking lot um, around it. It's just yeah. it's surrounded by other buildings and stuff like that. So it, there's no option. <laughs> you got to keep that's uh, tough. <laughs> renovating that bad boy. Now, would you rather get paid a lot to be on a bad team or paid below average to be on an elite team? Below average to be on an elite team. I would Tom Brady the shit out of that because I'm going to go down as like three-time, four-time champion. That's Yeah, this is what and we the guy with. who – We've talked about no more Mr. Nice Guy. No, I'm going to be the nice guy here because I want to play with other good players. I want to be able to retire and like tell my kids and grandkids, and like, look what the fuck I did. Look what I was a part of. This is fun. Instead of like, yeah, man, you know, I was the best player on the team. We sucked, didn't win shit, but, man, I got a lot of money. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I agree with that one. I thought that one was pretty easy. Though. Yeah. Like, even if you're paid below average. So rich, like Terry McLaurin right now, below average of twenty eight million dollars for these star mm-hmm. receivers. I got twenty three. Yeah, I got twenty three. I'll do a brand deal to make up for that other four or five. I don't care. Mm-hmm. And the, yeah, the, even the money that comes with like if you're a Super Bowl winner, an NBA mm-hmm. Finals champ, uh, stuff like that. That one was easy for me too. Uh, last one: Would you rather have your favorite team get close to winning it all, but never win it, or have your team constantly in the dumpster? But win it all one time. <laughs> uh, probably win it at least one time. Same. So you Welcome could just to be like a Royals. <laughs> <that's>, I'm <laughs> decked in Royals gear today. There's just no way I can answer that the opposite. But that way. one time was so magical. Yep. 
but I, year, I'm still riding stretch. high from it. It's been <laughs> seven years. My God, it has. Like, Holy and I don't, there's no signs of it happening again, <laughs> ever again. They're such a terrible, just shit organization. But I, I still live off that one time. Like we yep. did it one time. And I, I do think there's something about it that made that so much more special, more important. Because mm-hmm. it's like you don't know when you're going to get this again. You know, like with the the Patriots or some of those other popular teams, it's like you expect to do it every year. But that magic of actually having it happen once, yeah, I don't know that it that will be topped for me. Like imagine Maybe being Texas the wins another one, like the Buffalo Bills in the '90s, four straight years. Heartbreak. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> Can't make a fucking field goal. Nope, no thanks. I don't want that actually. Yeah, that'd be tough. So I, I think that one's pretty easy, too. To win it one time. Yep. To actually be the official, the Super Bowl champ or whatever, win it one time, and that would be fantastic. Um, all right, I think that's it for us today, though. Uh, we do appreciate you guys joining us today on this lovely Wednesday. Big Country and I back at it again tomorrow, which is Thursday. My days of the week are just all screwed up. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking it was Thursday, like all morning. It's Wednesday. Oh my gosh! Um, so we're right. going to be back tomorrow on Thursday. Have a show for you live from the golf course on Friday. Yep. And then taking a week off, but we will be back tomorrow right here in the calling app. We appreciate you guys again. Check out this chat room if you haven't before. It's the best place to to, to listen to the show. I know you can l- listen back to it even. And get involved and see a lot of the chat and the comments stuff too. But it's better when you listen to it live right here in the call app. We appreciate you guys. We'll talk to you tomorrow.